Uh-oh, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I sure did miss your company. Welcome to the Just Saying Podcast with me, Dan. to um charlie brown i i only know that song from charlie brown but um <laughs> if you hear if you know anybody else who sings it let me know uh, my grandson asked me to buy him a nutcracker so i found a black nutcracker 60 percent off at michael's this is not an ad <laughs> um and um we we've been doing the, the countdown i never had a nutcracker my grandmother had a nutcracker when i was growing up they didn't have black nutcrackers back then, so she painted that thing black, y'all. She got her some paint out of one of them little cute um remember they used to have the strips and little those little circle paint paints in those little circles and you pop the little plastic top top up. She took the black out of that thing, mixed it with the brown out of that thing, and she painted <laughs> she painted the nutcracker black. It was wonky looking, but she did her best to make sure we had black stuff. And, like, I don't really ever remember her speaking about being, like, pro-black, but all this, she painted the Santa Claus black. She did all that stuff. I never really heard her talk about, like, you know, racial issues or anything like that, but we always had a black nutcracker and a black Santa. So, when my grandson asked me to do the same for him, well, he didn't ask me to paint one. He just asked for a nutcracker. I was like, I'm going to get me a black nutcracker. When I was at that Michael's and they had that 60% off sale and I got that thing for $7 and some change, I said, you know I will. You know I will. So, I did. <laughs> okay. Um, are y'all watching the Christmas movies? I have out a uh christmas movie list i watch 25 movies every year for christmas i try to incorporate as many christmas movies that are current like this year's black movies i try to watch as many black christmas movies as i can um incorporate them on the list and uh so we are up to I think I've watched 11 Christmas movies so far, um, and we're doing good. If I could suggest one to you right now, I would suggest, um, I would suggest Eddie Murphy's Candy Cane Lane. It's on Netflix, I believe. But that one was really cute as far as a current one. Now, we know a couple years back, the other one with, um, Forrest Whitaker came out. I can't think of it right this second, but the one with Forrest Whitaker came out, and um, that one I still think is the best, the the best, the best black movie that I have seen. But um, a black Christmas movie that I have seen that like gives you the feel good because, like I said, my favorite, um, my favorite. Uh, Christmas movie still would have to be um The Best Man Holiday but it, that's that's one that's going to make you cry and but um <clears throat> that's one that's going to make you cry but the one that um you know I think is a good the best Christmas movie Oh, Jingle Jangle was the name of it. Jingle Jangle, I think, is the so far for me is the best 
black Christmas movie, a feel-good movie, but um, Eddie Murphy's is good. Now, Jingle Jangle came out in 2020, and I know somebody who is related to somebody in that movie. Just a little fun tidbit about me. I am 17 thousand degrees away from separation from people but from famous people <laughs> but there you go a little bit that got me a little bit closer okay never met that person probably never will but they were in the movie had a significant role and there's that so if you're looking for my christmas movie list it is on Facebook. It is also on Instagram on uh, my Instagram page where I talk about movies and TV shows. And that page is called Did You Watch Podcast. You can find it on there. I'll link it down um, in the show notes. So if you're looking for it, you're going to go to the details to find the name of that pod, that um Instagram page if you're looking for it. But I post up there every week the movies that I watch so that you have things to watch on your weeknights or on the weekend when you're trying to do nothing. You know, like on a cute Saturday or a cute Sunday. Especially if it starts to rain and snow. And y'all these movies would be great, um, you know, feel good sometimes. Sometimes they're sometimes they're just like, what the hell? It's like I watched one movie and I'm going to keep it on my list because you never know. But it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen as far as a Christmas movie. Now I will tell you this, it is a drama and it's supposed to be like a um cop movie or something like that. So I'm not going to say the name of it. You got to go over to my Instagram page to find it. But it is over there. You can watch it. It stars Vivica Fox in it. Um, <laughs> that, I guess maybe that was for the draw. But it, it ain't doing nothing. So they could have kept all of that. They could have kept all of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we'll see how that works. But, you know, somebody might like it. It's up there, you know, and it's a testament to, you know, you don't have to be the greatest at anything. You just got to be willing to try to do something and somebody will watch it like me. I'll watch, I'll read, I'll look at it, I'll I'll listen, you know, I'll give you a chance. If you're out there, just go out there and be it. That's that's all I do. I come out here and just be it. You know, I'm not the best podcaster, Uh I probably am not the best speaker. I probably am not the best storyteller. But I'm here and you here with me because you're willing to give me a chance. And that's what life is about. Child, what else am I watching on TV? You already know I am in on Black Cake. When when it first came out, I tried to watch the episode. I think I was just too tired or maybe I didn't feel good because maybe I was like, I don't like this show. I don't understand why everybody's talking about but then there's a woman that I follow on TikTok who um, reviews TV shows. And she was just like, you know, you, y'all really got to, you know, this show, I really love it. And I was like, I can't get in. And she was like, sis, try it again. And when I went back to watch it the second time, I was like, oh, I, I get it. I understand. But I was fully awake and alert at that time. So Black Cake is one of my favorites. The season is almost over. I think there's one more episode that comes out 
I think on the 6th or something like that. But you have time to binge that if you want to. I believe it's on Hulu. Uh, that's really good, y'all. The story on it is really good. People have the book. I did not know about the book. Nobody put me down. One of my, you know, there's a person who say they one of my best friends. But they do not ever tell me nothing they doing. And I, you know, sometimes I'll be like, I got to evaluate this relationship because I told them about the black cake and they was like, oh, yeah, I read the book. And I said, why you didn't tell me you was reading the book? And they was like, oh, I didn't, you know, just didn't. And I'm like, okay. And that's how I said, well, did you watch the show? And they were like, no, I didn't watch the show yet, but I was getting ready to. And I was like, why didn't you ask me to get him on the show? Like, as my friend, when I'm friends with people, we, we talk about you know life like we share our lives that's what friends do you know and this person does not <laughs> they do not and I'm realizing now that they they just really don't share their life and we could move on from that but black cake is really good y'all we don't need to get into my friendship situations at all um and um but yeah it's pretty cool guys Watch Black Cake. I'm still watching Found. I believe that's on Peacock. Still Black, majority Black cast or people of colored cast. Uh, I really like that show. And then, like I said, I'm watching Christmas movies. So if there was something else that I was watching, I'm not really into it right now because I have to fit these Christmas movies in. 25 Christmas movies in the, <laughs> for before Christmas is a lot. It's a lot. But I am watching them. I am getting them done. If you watching something that's good or something that's getting ready to come out that you think is good, let me know. I want to watch um, Bath, something Bath, the lawman, the black lawman or something. I want to watch that show. I can't even tell you what it's called. I know that they, they keep saying it's good and I believe that's on Netflix as well. But I won't get into that until later on. Into, uh, until after Christmas, just to be honest with you. So that those are the shows I'm watching. If you got something good, let me know. Hit me up on just saying podcast at gmail.com so I know something else that I might want to watch. Even if it's a Christmas movie that you thought it was good or if you don't agree with any of the movies that I've already put out, when you go over to my Instagram page where you're going to follow me and, um, you know, support support me and all that I got going on. They taking Diddy off of everything, y'all. They taking Diddy off of everything. Y'all thought because that settlement came and went real fast that that was going to be the end of it. Now, see, I've been listening around. And what happened was, was Cassie, Cassie, that's a male rapper. Cassie um, sued the corporation that Diddy works for or under or whatever as an employee. She didn't just she didn't just go after him as a, you know, civilian person to civilian person, which meant that the companies that back him had to pull from their insurance. But once you start messing with insurance, you know how if you 
you know how if you um you know get into a wreck or something with your car and then your insurance go up it goes up for these corporations and companies too and they like listen if you already got us in for a couple milli we don't got time to keep on playing because people gonna keep on suing this corporations like we can't do that so not only did they have to hurry up and so what 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 i understand is that it wasn't even really up to Diddy on whether or not he was going to settle this. Like, she came to him first and was like, listen, I don't want to have to do all of this because if I if I do this, my people, basically what it seemed like she was telling him was my people let me know that if, if, if we go for this, it's going to shut you down. And his ego was like, girl, go, go, go ahead. She, it was like, she was saying, just give me 30 mil and we could call, go ahead and call it a day. That's based off of Diddy, what Diddy said. Diddy said that she tried to blackmail him for 30 mil. But I think what she was saying was, listen, they going to come after you for the big stuff. If you don't just go head on and just let's settle this thing right quick. He took that as, I'm a powerful man, forget you, I don't need you, is what I'm assuming. This is all allegedly. This is alleged. This is assumptions here, okay? He took that as, like, girl, go bye. I don't got time for you. I, everybody else then cried about um, wanting money from me. I don't pay nobody. Then you don't see that the rest of these people who keep on talking about they need their money back. I give nobody money. Go away. And so then her lawyers was like, bet, don't worry about it. We on it. Um... So he so he said, you know, he ain't he ain't falling for the flim flam. Well, then her lawyer was like, well, let's give him the shim sham. And they fouled and went against the corporations. The corporations was like, listen, we're not trying to look like we are involved in any of the things that is on this paper. Some of this stuff they had to believe looked credible because they as the corporations have enough money to go ahead on and have fought this. But they were like, you know what? We're just going to go ahead on quickly and just give her money and shut this on down. And that's what they did. But the bigger issue is, then they told Puff, like, look, we can't have your face on the thing. So he has to step down from revolt. He had to step away from De Leon, which is his um, alcohol. I believe that that means that the Ciroc is done. Um... There was a school, a, a charter school that he was involved in. The charter school was like, he ain't no longer involved with us. We are no longer involved with him. Like the, the walls start to start crumbling down because the ego said, I don't got to handle when you go after a corporation as an employee because she wasn't an employee of his and she was saying as an employee I was sexually harassed I was sexually abused I was mentally abused and when you you can't if you try to uh, a business we don't got to come after the personal man because you when you walk around and saying I'm a business man I mean I know that's a Jay-Z line but he he was living by that when you go and you live by that then then you got to show up they going to sue your business, man. And that's what happened here. She, there was a, um, there was a law. I honestly cannot, um, I honestly cannot tell you the name of the law. It was like the Victims' Right Act or something like that, where you could sue for, um, I guess, SA, which is sexual harassment, um, I believe you could sue for all those things regardless of the timeline. 
as long as you got it in within a certain time. And that's why we saw a lot of these celebrities names being mentioned because a lot of people, lawyers were like, okay, we got to get this in because it's about the, the deadline for fouling is about to close. That whole Aaron Hall situation that got going on, Aaron Hall was added to the um, Diddy thing. And, and there is some damning videos of Aaron Hall talking very negatively about women and the things that he did to women and just being very happy about it. Now, if you remember, that's kind of the, the type of way that um, Bill Cosby got... Um, messed up in the world because Bill Cosby was on a interview, you know, gloating about the fact that he gave women quaaludes back in the day. And um that kept resurfacing like, oh he well he was admitting that he was drugging women. Like he admitted that. And the same thing now with um Aaron Hall, some of the things in these interviews that he has said is just like, sir. Because there was a time when it was okay to say things like this about women because men just didn't have to respect them. It wasn't that women were okay with it. It was just that the men made it impossible for you to say anything against it. And now because there's so much more um empowerment for women women are speaking up so i know it's a lot of people being like oh all of a sudden why now because it takes a minute you don't be telling people the stuff that your boyfriend did to you yesterday why you ain't tell everybody you're embarrassed and you still want to be with him and you know your mama gonna be like i told you so so you don't want to tell nobody like you know the reasons why Times that by 7,000 on a powerful person. And so I also heard a person saying like, oh, well, why would she take the money in? Why would she die? That corporation said we settling. We're settling because what she asked for was a jury trial. I don't want she what she was saying was, I don't want to I don't want a quick little mediation. I don't want um, a quick little judge because sometimes you know, people with power can pay off one person, but if I get a jury trial, you didn't have to pay off the whole jury. And when she asked for the jury trial, that's another reason why the corporation was like, we're going to go ahead on and settle this. Because they all know that it's harder to pay off the whole jury, to get the whole jury to be like, okay, I'll take some money, than to just pay off one cute little judge, right? And so the other thing is, because she went after such a powerful man, you have to understand that that also means that 90% of, there's a 90% chance that she ain't going to be able to work in this business no more. Because what other powerful man, and we all know that behind all of these things are powerful men, what other powerful man will let her work? So the money is not just for, oh, I just want a money grab. The money is to sustain the lifestyle that I'm used to, that I've been living, that I probably have to give up to speak up against the things that happen against me. That means that, you know, I know a lot of people want to be like, oh, she just want to take his money because no, I need to live. I need to live and I if I got to go live a regular life, I need some money to help me do that. And I don't understand why people don't understand that compensation for things done wrong for you is okay. We already know based off of everything else we ever see, 
most people are not going to spend large amounts of jail time for something that they did especially if it's some kind of assault against a woman it's not going to get a lot of jail time especially if it's two black people we talking about it's not going to get a lot of jail time especially if it's just one person making this claim he wasn't going even if he was going to go to jail he wasn't going to go to jail for a long time but a couple millies is going to help your life for a while, right? So which one would you take? And stop being like, no, he. I would take him. To, I, he got to go. No, you wouldn't. You don't have the time to be at court all day. You don't got the money for the lawyer to keep fighting somebody who, who's a billionaire. Like, let's be honest and let's be true. It's, it's better for her to go ahead on and let this corporation... Give her some money. We don't even know how much money it was, but I can guarantee you it was a significant amount. Um, let her get this money. Let her go ahead on and ride off and start a, a life, maybe a regular life, doing something, you know, where we just don't know her, see her as much, and live her life with her husband and her kids. That's that's what, what is due. She, she's due a lot of therapy. Who's supposed to pay for that? He's supposed to pay for that. Or his corporation's supposed to pay for that. He did it, right? They believe that he did it. They believe he did some of this stuff because they went on ahead and paid it. And, uh, you know, he's not fighting against that. So we, we're going to believe that. I, I'm, I, I will never say that I know 100% that he did any of these things because I don't know none of them. But I will say that the, the way that the industry has spoken about him, the way that the people who have worked under him have spoken about him, and the fact that nobody has come out to defend him, right? It's very weird that nobody we have seen no people, even when Jonathan Majors was, was being accused of what he was being accused of, there was some kind of celebrities being like, I stand beside him. We've never, we haven't seen anybody say it. Now, I believe that there are a lot of people who, one, don't think that he needs the defense, but also a lot of people who just, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because they know they know, and so they're not going to say nothing. People keep being like, where's Bentley Farnsworth? Or Farnsworth Bentley, the Umbrella Man. Where he at? Uh, you can't see me, but I um uh, skirt my eyes around because, like, where where you at, sir? I don't believe that it's for everybody to come out and have to. They don't have to come out and tell any stories, and I don't believe that everybody has a horrific story. But that's that's where the in industry is at. Like, where the man at? We ain't seen him in years, in years. But I also do want to say, um, who is it? Kid Cuddy, I think, said that he did blow up the car after he told them that he was going to do something to Kid Cuddy because she was talking to him. And then, um, suspiciously, Kamora Lee Simmons' house burned down the other day. And people are concerned. <laughs> I don't know. And that's all alleged. That's all alleged. That's all alleged. It's not alleged that her house burned, that her house caught on fire. It is alleged on why. Okay, that's I and I don't know. I'm not trying to profess that I know. I have no clue. Mm -mm. It ain't up to me. Somebody called her daddy. I don't know. But it is strange. It is strange. But also, I just feel like, you know, it would be really crazy for him to do such a thing right now in this time because of, 
you know, the allegations. So who knows? But if you don't know Kamora Lee Simmons, who used to be married to Russell Simmons, was the best friend to um, his baby mama, Kim Porter, um, uh, Diddy's baby mama, Kim Porter. They were best friends. So that's where that connection comes in. And um, I know that when there was a, a, a little while ago when people kept saying, like, why isn't Kamora Lee talking about some of this stuff? And I'm just like, she's been around way too many powerful people to not know to keep your mouth shut if you need, if you can. Shut up. Just shut up. I keep telling people, you can't be a powerful person. You cannot be, um, you cannot make it to billionaire status without, you know, being mean, conniving, backstabbing. Like there's, there's like you, there's, I don't, I wish that somebody would name me a, um, a nice, <laughs> a nice rich, powerful person. Like name me one. Cause I, I don't know one. I don't know one. Like. I don't care. Name me one that people will be like, oh, they didn't have to throw some people to the wayside. So I believe that there is some truth in this this situation. I can't tell you what was true and what wasn't true. I don't know, but I do tell I will tell you that it's always strange to me when these grown men wanna flaunt around young girls and for us to believe that they treat them with the utmost respect. We grew up in an era when the dudes was pouring liquor on the girls in videos. We have to imagine that there was far worse things happening behind closed doors. We have to. We just have to. We know that these these men prided themselves on passing around some of these women and using them and treating them like this and that and, you know, calling them all kind of negative names. If that's the stuff that we could see, what do you think were, was happening behind closed doors and so if you really think that these men was out here just loving on these women these young girls and (laughs) you have to be you have to be you know delusional you have to be delusional if you think that these men were just out here just being kind and loving on these women you have to be delusional there's just no way there's just no way so we out here they got these kids you know they got these young girls they treat them like dirt. These men know that they're powerful. These women don't really have anywhere to go. They don't have any, you know, if, if I go and I try to tell who I'm going to tell, the next powerful person that this person wasn't doing well. Well, well, remember when, um, when, um, I think, who was she with first? Michelet. Remember when Michelet was with Dr. Dre and then Dr. Dre was treating her like dirt. So then she went to the next powerful man and that ended up being Shook Knight. And <laughs> Shook Knight was like, oh, you, he beat you up. He let you beat you up. He started doing the same thing to her because why not? But everybody was like, oh, why was she, she jumping from man to man? And then, you know, any woman who dates more than one um, sports person, everybody talks about them and anybody who, you know, any woman who, 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 so they can't win. Like these women can't win. If my circle of people are celebrities, then the next person I'm a date is going to be a celebrity. Y'all talk about Lori Harvey all the time, but that's the, that's the, that's the click that she's in. She's going to date celebrity men because she's around celebrity men. We don't say the same thing about 
men. We don't be like, oh, he keep on dating Instagram models. But that's who that's who he's that's who he surround himself with. But we don't say nothing bad about that. These women cannot win. If they tell immediately, they not gonna win. If they tell late, they not gonna win. They can't never tell. Y'all criticize them in the public all the time. Why would he need to do that? Because he has power. A lot of people don't do things because they need to. They do them because they want to. And they also do them because they know they can. And when you got power and you ain't got nothing to do because you done bought the houses, you done went on the vacations, you done sometimes what they want to do is control people. That's fun for lots of people. There's people who ain't got a lot of money who like to be in control of people. What would make you think a powerful person who know you can't go and tell nobody ain't going to want to control nobody? Let's let's be real. So prayers go out to all of the people involved in this situation. My thoughts and prayers are going out to all of them, including um, Diddy. Because if the, if any of this is true, that man need to seek the Lord. Um. So <laughs> that's my opinion. That's my opinion. That's not fact. That's my opinion. But uh, you know, have grace for these women who have to publicly talk about these things that they did that that were done to them or that they experienced or that they even did things that they just saw and um you know if you want to be in these industries be careful because it's a lot of extra stuff going on other than just um being able to you know showcase your talent and and be and, and be prayerful for the people who have not said anything yet because a lot of them are going through experiencing have experienced or have witnessed some behind the scene things that we may never know but it ain't easy hell i know that working in the industries that i've worked in i've seen some things not some um not some sexual things, but I've seen things happen in my jobs that I would be like, if only people knew that this nonsense was happening, right? It may not even be criminal, but it'd be nonsense. But you don't call people. You know that. You know that, you know, th- that you've seen things at work that you're just like, we ain't supposed to be even doing this. But it's the shortcut way. It's the easy way. Like, sometimes you see things and you're just like, they wild over here. You don't say nothing about it while you still working there because you still be working there. But then when you leave, you be like, they be like that job was crazy (laughs) i'm glad i'm no longer there but that like you don't think that happens in the industry on a higher level on a you know more personal level with people it got to be so my prayers go out to these people and we'll just see you know how this plays out as far as more celebrities now from what i know that act whatever that law was i believe that it ended on december 1st so there probably won't be any more lawsuits um under that act but maybe we'll see more people have to um be willing to speak up against some other people and you know let the truth of people's legacy be um added to the story Oh, I've been traveling down this road too long, trying to find my way back home. The old me's dead and gone, dead and gone. This is 
was about T.I. even though that was uh, Justin Timberlake singing that. Y'all know I can't sing, but I love to so bad. Um, this this is the story. This is the story of a man named Brady. No, okay, so um, y'all. Anyway, uh, they got enough kids though for the Brady bunch. I didn't even, y'all, look how that connected. They was combining families and then they had kids of their own. Oh, they wasn't bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them didn't have hair of gold like they mama. But, you know, um, they they were a blended, they are a blended family. Anyway, this story is about T.I. and his son and Tiny and their child because, uh, Y'all seen it. Y'all seen my man talking about I'm standing on business. I'm standing on business. Okay. And uh, so I would like to talk about that right quick. Here's a couple of things that I want to say about that. So let's start. There was a clip on the, on the internet of T.I., Tiny, and King, their son King, arguing. And he took King's, it seems to be that King took to the internet to go live while this was happening i believe that there was some kind of like he was acting a certain way and they were trying to tell him like you embarrassing us you embarrassing yourself like why you acting like this out here and he didn't like how that confrontation went so he wanted to like you know have the people see them arguing or whatever and basically um it looked like they got into a bit of a tussle ti and king they got into a bit of a tussle and um that you know just a, a lot of commentary about this what i have to say about this is a couple of things first off is I believe King is like 19 and that seems to be an age where, you know, teenagers really do think that they know the world. Like they, they figured, they feel like they figured it out and you as a parent don't know a damn thing about a damn thing. And so you can't talk to me about nothing. Right. And so you're going to get an opposition just on GP. But also there's been a lot of commentary because King has said, and then, also, Tiny's child, Zonique, has also said that they spent most of their time at their grandma's house. And when they say grandma's house, I believe that it was Tiny's mama's house. But I'm not sure. It could be T.I.'s mama's house for a while. I don't know. But they both have said that they spent time, a lot of their time at their grandma's house. And <clears throat> so... So there's this whole thing like, oh, yeah, they didn't want them kids. They didn't want them. I, I want you all to understand that these are celebrities. If you all think that celebrities have their children at home with them all the time, you have to be, again, delusional. How do you think that, that Tiny is out on tours with um, Escape, that she was, uh, you know, in studios writing um she was in studio writing songs with Candy back in the day that she was, um, you know, um, that she was, you know, filming these reality shows when she was on, um, when she had that show with um, Toya, Lil Wayne's ex-wife. 
And when she had the show with Shekinah, her best, who used to be one of her best friends, she was doing a lot of filming. Why? How do y'all think that they're doing these things and they are home with their kids? T.I. been on tour. He been in prison. He been on film uh, sets and things. Where do y'all think these kids have been? Yes, we see them on the family hustle, but that that is a scheduled filming. So they can schedule for like six weeks and them kids would be there for those six weeks and then they got to go back to doing everything else they've been doing in real life. If you don't understand that, okay? Um, those children all have different mamas. You don't think that they was at home with their mama some of the time? Like y'all, these kids were not raised every day, all day at the family hustle home. They just weren't. And that's why when they, even when they were there, you had the auntie, you had the grandma, you had, because those are the people who related to them. That is what any other celebrity, hell, why do you think that the Obamas moved the mama into the house? Because these people have to be gone. We need some kind of family here to help raise these, these, these girls. That is not really um, them not wanting to be around them, their kids, not wanting their kids to be around. That's just kind of how being a celebrity works. If y'all think that Beyonce is at home all day, every day with them twins in that, in that, uh, uh, and Blue Ivy, you have to be mistaken. You have to understand that you are mistaken. Yes, while they were on tour, that little girl was there with them, but understand that that tour was going on through the summertime and then she got to go back to school and her parents still have things to do. Now, do her parents, do the um, Carters have more time to not have to leave home? Yes, they probably do. But at the same time, these kids have nannies. They have, you know, who are who are very integral in their lives because they have other family members who are very integral in their lives because they have work. Ah, I got work to do. They got work to do. They got to be out here. So thinking that these kids are not um or or with their parents all the time is insane. We saw even little Boosie, you know, he, he he wasn't there. He was in jail for a good long time and then come out and want these kids to treat him like daddy of the year and it just don't work that way. So you're going to also get these kids who will fight against you because honey, I don't even really know you. If you want to see one of them go watch um one of the other, you know, a, a sad story about a parent having a parent with a who is a celebrity. Go watch Ayonla Van Zandt, Ayonla Fix My Life episode with Monifa and her daughter because it'll let you know that sometimes, you know, just having a celebrity parent. And I know a lot of people say this like, child, if I my mama had all that money, if my daddy had all that money, the money don't help because look what happened with Lil Boosie. With Lil Boosie and his daughter, he basically felt like I gave you a car, I was giving you money, you owe a loyalty to me. And she just like, but you're not nice. You're not nice to me. I don't feel loved over here. I don't feel cared for over here. I'm going back with my mama because that's how it happens. And we just assume that because people have parents who have a lot of money that then they feel that they're loved and that they should just feel like you know life is great and that's not true um that also came out with Russell Simmons daughter Aoki I think it is Aoki Lee 
I don't think it was Ming. I think it was Aoki. But either one, it might have been Ming. Either one, one of those girls came out and was basically saying, like, he is very mean. He is verbally abusive. He says the worst things to us. He is not nice. He don't come talk to us. He only ever, like, yells at us about money. And he he only, you know, he thinks the only thing we ever want from him is money. But he won't give us anything else. So, yes, if I am a college student, I call my dad for some money, then what what is the problem? problem with that and then people are like oh he just after, she just after his money that's my dad and y'all be telling me well on one hand i should be happy that i got a dad with money but if i ask my dad for money i shouldn't be asking because that's his money like what where is it because your parents have money does not mean that they are treating you kindly or with love and i don't know what the case is with with the uh harrises i don't know I believe that there was a lot of lot going on. And one of the things that I 100% try to tell people is, as parents, we don't get it right a lot of the time. And a lot of time, we don't know the effects of the don't get right until our kids are older and we see how that plays out, right? We Sometimes we think we're doing the best. And when you're a celebrity and you're trying to, you know, build your name and do all your things, you think that getting to the bag is what you're supposed to do. Like, I'm supposed to get to the bag. We 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 um, popularize that concept in society so much. Get to the bag, get to the bag, get to the bag. And then there's also been that F them kids um campaign that been going around and then when you see the results of f them kids get to the bag then we'd be looking at the parents like why didn't you oh this is your fault which one can which one is right what what are we what are they supposed to do you know like chasing the bag means that we got to leave somebody behind we not dragging that child and we do know that when you drag that child all in and through they going to see some horrific things let's talk um nicole richie nicole richie was a child that was left backstage by somebody and Lionel Richie adopted her that's not her real dad okay she got adopted by Lionel Richie and then was just out here in the industry that girl says she saw a she was just backstage she saw a lot of things because she was just backstage with people and celebrities in spaces that she didn't need to be in right so there's no right way to do this. And I, I I can tell you, Lauren Hill's daughter has come out and said that, you know, because of how her mother felt, you know, in the backlash that she always was getting on, you know, the blogs and things that she was not a nice mother and that they were, you know, they got a lot of whoopings and things like that. Um, Angie Stone's daughter came out and was like, that woman was never around. I hardly ever saw her. I don't really know her like that. Um, you know, we see her kids aren't old enough yet to speak, but we see Kiki Wyatt's kids. She had like 11, 12 kids. Do you really think that them kids going to be like, she had enough time to give attention to all of us while she was chasing around and getting a new husband every six years and, you know, going on reality TV shows and going on tours and things like that. Do you really think them 11 children are going to be able to say that they were able, they were being able to get the kind of care and attention that they needed. Do you really think that when we already have been criticizing Nick Cannon because he got a, a gang of kids all over the place and with a bunch of different women and we keep on trying to think that he got enough time to take care of all these kids, but we see now that even he has admitted that it is a job trying to get to all these children and attend to all these children while he got 511 jobs, right? We have to believe that 
Although these parents are doing the, the, a good job at doing a good job, they may not be the best at parenting, right? And so when you're not the parent, you know who else had the same story? Ray J. If you listen to any interviews of Ray J, Ray J will talk about how his parents left him with family so that they could go pursue Brandy's career in the beginning. He was not with them for a good long time. He was in the hood with his cousin. Okay, and so when when we hear all of this, it was like then they got her her business her career up off the the um ground. She wanna be down with what you going through. Um, when they got her business off the ground, then they went and they got him and brought him to L.A. with them. But he wasn't living with them when they was grinding trying to get this first um you know, um, album off the, 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 um, the ground. They weren't, he wasn't there. They left him with his fam, with their family. And then he came. So he had a different upbringing than she did because she had just the parents the whole time. He had auntie, uncle, whatever. We have Bow Wow who was not raised by his mama. Bow Wow for a good long time lived with, um, one of Snoop Dogg's, um, cousins was raising him when he was out there in LA trying to be Lil Bow Wow and he was with Death Row at first. He was living with a cousin or or a backup down, dancer or somebody. He wasn't even living with family, some woman. It was just a woman who was raising him for a good while. We know for a good while Usher was living with Diddy and do you think that that boy <laughs> was getting a great upbringing? No. Okay, he, he saw some things. These kids are not being raised. They are just being, uh, you know, they just grow up at a bunch of people's houses. I know when I was younger, I lived in my grandma's house half the time. And then when I wasn't in my grandma's house, I lived in my boyfriend's house. My mom had me over at my boyfriend's house for some three or four days out the week. And so I was just over there. Wasn't nobody raising me. They wasn't giving me life lessons. I was just over there. And my parents even have money. Like sometimes that's what happens. So to just believe that my whole point is just that this this young man is not being ungrateful for his parents being celebrities. Um, there, there's a story there. And I 100% believe that he was living, you know, with the grandma. Uh, I will also say that I do know some people who live in Atlanta and I do know some people who say that the grandma wasn't living in the hood to believe that Tiny and or T.I.'s mama lived in the hood after they became celebrities would also be delusional. They didn't live in the hood. Then they probably didn't live in mansions. From what I understand, they lived in a well-to-do uh, subdivision and he went and graduated from a nice high school. However, everybody didn't live in that subdivision. So he probably was over some cousin's houses where they were standing on business he probably did see some things you know some hood things going on because he probably went over some cousins houses and a lot of people you know you just don't know what these kids upbringing really was because we can't see it and we do just see the celebrity of it and the dressing up of them and the things like that and even watching like the kardashians we do believe that, that that's what the truth of it is but that is all scripted in that there are times when they will film. They're not filming every single day of every single thing. It's just not happening that way. And if you want to see some children who grew up with that light, look into the um, interviews of, uh, what is what is the man's name? 
oh goodness they were like one of the first families i can't think of their names right now it's it's leaving me it's leaving me and i got to get ready to get to work y'all so i can't be on here doing all this stuff but um who was the rock family the the rock group family that was like one of the first reality shows and they had their two kids on there oh my goodness i can't think of their names right now but then the woman got on the mother got on to that uh talk show called the talk uh goodness i can't think of her name but um the aussie aussie the osbournes the osbournes okay so watch the osbournes kids talk about it they, they they will you can see again how the effects of having this reality show thing was and what that was for them it don't turn out good for these kids y'all we be we be celebrating these celebrities, but their kids, they're not over there just getting, you know, cereal and milk and um grilled cheese sandwiches from their parents after school every day. It don't happen that way. So take into account when you see how he's acting. Take into account that he don't really know his parents like we think we know his parents. And also take into account that there has to come a time when the parents have to look and be like, damn, I didn't do enough. And now everybody can see it. And so they act off of the embarrassment of knowing that they didn't do enough. And everybody can see that. We all see it. But that's all I got for y'all. <laughs> that's that's all I got. I don't know. What what y'all think? What y'all think about these kids? I know y'all like, they need to be respectful. And they, I know. But you wrong. So, you know. But you can go ahead on and argue with me if you want to on the internet. Let's talk about it. Okay, y'all, I got to get ready to go to work because <laughs> I got to, you know, bills got to get paid by me because I'm the only one and, and nobody's sending me anything. Um, it is Christmas time. Please be safe out here in these streets. Be mindful because, you know, people are trying, you know, some people, they they trying to steal, you know, gifts and money and things like that. So be mindful when you out here. Think about some of the less fortunate. And if you want to give a gift to one of those, you know, any charity or whatever, don't go buy the cheap, 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 cheap thing from the dollar store and give it to them. Give these people a little bit more dignity if you can. If not, buy a coat. Donate a coat. Donate gloves. The the um, shelters need socks. They need, you know, scarves and things. Go do that um, instead. Also... Y'all already know me. Drink your water, take your vitamins, and stretch your body. It needs it. Take care of yourself. Be very mindful about taking care of yourself in this season, y'all. Because we will skip, you know, drinking our water because it's holiday parties and everybody want to have the, the good drinks and the desserts and things like that. You need to make sure you're getting your protein in, you're taking your vitamins, you're drinking your water. Please, let's be mindful of ourselves. We're not young. We're not, we not babies no more. We got to take care of this body if we want to be around for a while, Okay. Um, and, uh, check me out on the internet. Cause I be there all the time on Instagram and on TikTok. I'm there all the time. You want to talk to me? You're going to go over there and you're going to find me. Follow me on everything. Share this podcast with your friends, y'all. Share this podcast with your family, y'all. Have discussions. Let me be the catalyst for the discussions for y'all's holiday, um, things instead of y'all getting into fights about some old stuff. Y'all don't need that. Okay. We don't need to fight about the past. We could go ahead on and argue about some stuff that Danny does say on the podcast. Okay because we agree and we don't agree let's let's do all that so share it with the people and tell them to, to follow subscribe but don't cost y'all nothing 
And leave me a review if you can. You got time on your lunch? Can you leave me a, view, a review? Five stars? Give them to me. Uh, you definitely could do that on Spotify or on Apple. I would appreciate it so much if I could get some reviews going. I need to just like, you know, we need to push this podcast a little bit more in the year of 2024. Also, the journal. I've been telling y'all that I'm working on the journal. The journal will be out so that you guys can start it for the new year. So look out for that. It's coming. It's coming. It's looking good, too. I love it. Uh, Y'all, I really appreciate y'all so much. You've been listening to me, Danny, and this is the Just Saying Podcast.